Now, this is very interesting because every stage of the conflict and the contest between the Mahens of the Janamstan and the superintendent of Babri Masjid is recorded in the Faizabad district court. All these papers are there and when the Ayodhya, uh, when the Allahabad High Court was hearing this case, then all these documents were handed over to the Allahabad High Court. So, what is the first? The first is a report dated 28th November 1858. This is an FIR which is filed by the Thanedar of Awadh. The Thanedar of Awadh files a report that 25 Sikhs, Nihang Sikhs have entered Babri Masjid and they have started Havan and Puja over there. Two days later, that is on 30th November 1858, the superintendent of Babri Masjid files a complaint. The same complaint, he says that 25 Sikhs have entered and that inside the Babri Masjid, they have started Havan and Puja and with charcoal, koila, they have written Ram Ram all over the walls of the Masjid. And he says that outside the masjid but within the complex, Janamsthan is there. And the Hindus had been coming for such a long time and worshipping at the Janamsthan. But now they have entered the masjid and they are worshipping over there also. So again, the Allahabad High Court regarded this document as very important. Because it said, because the paper is still there, no? the, doc, the, the, uh, the case that he filed, it is there. It was presented to the Allahabad High Court. So, the Allahabad High Court said this is a very, very important document because it is the first individual voice that we are hearing from Ayodhya. And this voice is saying that the Hindus are inside the complex, inside the masjid. And it is saying that they were outside in any case. So, that means at one point in time, Hindus had free run of Babri Masjid. After that, uh, it is some weeks before the Thanedar is able to throw out the Sikhs from inside the Papri Masjid. I will just refer to some other cases which are very important. There is an application by the superintendent in 1860 and in this application he says that you know the Chabutra that has been constructed inside Babri Masjid should be demolished. He is asking the British. That means they were building whenever they wanted to build. And then he says that you know whenever the Malvi gives the call for namaz, azan, then the opposite side they start blowing conch shells. So you can see the tensions. And this is important to note because left historians have said that the Hindu Muslim tensions at Ayodhya were engineered by the British as part of their policy of divide and rule. But here we are hearing voices of the actual people involved. There is no British. It is a fight between the superintendents of Babri Masjid and the Mahans. So he is saying that they start uh, blowing the conch. That means they were so conscious of the desire that we must have this place back. You know. So this is a way of expressing your voice. 
you know you cannot do anything more but you are helpless so that when they start the azan then you blow the conch that is pro probably all that you can do. Then in uh, 1866 there is another complaint in which the superintendent of Babri Masjid says that you know these mahants they have constructed a kothri inside the complex in a very illegal manner and what is the intention of the kothri because they want to use that kothri to place idols inside. So, he tells the British that uh, you must please do something to help us as it is he says we are able to continue over here only because of your help because we are all the time being harassed by the priests of the Janamistan. Then in uh, 1877 we have a complaint and this time the superintendent of Babri Masjid is saying that five years ago we complained to you British that Charan Paduka the footsteps please they have been put there illegally please remove them and you have not done anything and he says why have you not done anything I, I can understand because you are not able to issue the summons to the mahans of the Janamsthan because whenever you are about to come they go underground. So, they say that you know for 5 years this order has not been served on them and this uh, worship is continuing and then this then he says that you know now they have also added a chula inside inside the complex. So, they said there was a small chula but now they have made a big chula. So, now we have evidence of Chabutra, Kothri, uh, you know this uh, chula. So, that means that there is a constant tussle, there is never any peace in that site and it shows how determined sections of the Hindu community were not to surrender their claims to that site. And these are things you know which normally we do not come to hear or know about in the discourse that is presented in the electronic media and the print media. Because all the evidence that we have is actually so much in favor of one party that it seems that you know even I sometimes feel that you know how is there nothing for the other side. It is all one sided because that is the way it is. Then in 1877 the deputy commissioner of Faisabad he tells the court that I have constructed one other passageway because at the time of Ram Naomi the rush of pilgrims is so much that we need to have one extra gate to accommodate the rush of pilgrims. So, that means that the Hindu community was also not willing to keep quiet or to stay back. They were taking the risk and the and you know going to that premises and actually doing parikrama and worshipping over there. Then the next complaint is very very interesting. It is dated 1882. Again it is the superintendent of Babri Masjid who is complaining to the British. And what does he say? He says at the time of Ram Naomi and Karthik Mela it is the practice that we allow shops to be set up inside the premises which will sell you know prashad, flowers etcetera 
and the rule has been that whatever the sale is made, we will divide the thing 50-50 between the mahans and the superintendents of Papri Masjid. But this time, he says the mahans have changed the ratio of the you know sharing of the proceeds and you please restore the old ratio. So, the Fezabad uh, district court, they say we cannot change the ratio because you have admitted that the whole complex is not yours, it is not in your possession. And you, this also means that during those days there was no namaz being offered because you cannot have you know a mela and celebrations of Ram's birthday. That means that there was no namaz in these days, these days also. So, this is then in 1885, one of the mehans of uh, Janam he writes a letter to the British that this uh, Ram Chabutra that I have, it measures 21 feet by 17 feet. And he says, you know, there is no shed over it, it is just open. And in the summer, in the rainy season and in winter, me and my fellow Mahans, we face great difficulty because we are exposed to the weather all the time. Imagine, so, but they do not give up. So, he says, can we construct a small temple on this area that is already in my possession? This case, this appeal of the Mahant is heard by three levels of the British judiciary. All of them say the Mahant has a very strong case. The area is in his possession and he is exposed to the elements all the time. But they say that we cannot allow construction of anything in this area because it is a very sensitive issue and we cannot disturb the status quo. We realize the injury that was caused to the Hindus 350 years ago, but there is nothing that we can do. Now, in 1885, an Amini, Amin commission was set up and this commission showed that Sita Rasoi, Chabutra, Janamsthan, Chappar were all situated in the boundary wall of the Babri Masjid, but just outside the boundary wall, there was a deep depression all along the boundary wall. That was the depression of the footprints of pilgrims who had been coming all these centuries. So, Parikrima. That means the entire complex was sacred land for the Hindus. 